0: got my step counter in me pocket I'll fetch me running shoes from the van Cause when you've got all hungry with no food in your tummy Then curry, I'm your man Cause how we all lose it is a mystery It's like the changing of a wardrobe from a to history But it's the one making us not stop is all we've got to drop. Bobby
1: Cooper. Mr. Wellman. How are you, sir? Not bad, not bad. I'm excited for this. I understand. Yeah, we've got a guest on we? Second guest. Second guest on the pod. Come on, the pod. And it's our
2: first. Dropper, that's coming on to the pod. Come
1: on!
2: What we need to find out is if he actually is going to identify as someone who's now been heard on 50kg drop.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, like, why wouldn't you want to be identified as someone? Like that? <laughs> Dan Walsh. Dan Walsh. Yeah, Dan. Dan the man. Talk to me about about Dan. Dan Walsh, soon to be as of, as of heard on the 50kg
2: drop. <laughs> um, messaged us saying lads love what you're doing um, once upon a time I was 30 stone he's now lo- no longer 30 stone and I'd love to well I'm I'm looking forward to hearing your journey but I don't know anything apart from that great apparently,
1: apparently you know him Bob
0: though no so there's
1: like no mutual him. connections I don't know this guy well we'll see if I know this guy maybe I do but that I know my barber knows his twin brother. Shout That's... out to
2: Bob's barber if you want the same leg haircut Bob's across barber. the whole of your head.
1: Oh, <laughs> come on, mate. I had it done today. It's definitely short <laughs> round there, I think. You can get I can't
0: see it there.
1: <laughs> you're a fucking idiot, mate. You're, you're still sporting that quiff.
0: <laughs> Which is
1: a nibble for me. <laughs>
0: Oh, he's got nasty Bob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <The> bob cut. <laughs> um. So yeah, my barber is mates with this pals, maybe even with, with this with Dan, but I think his twin brother, and I think I'm right to saying his twin brother was also in a similar situation. I think they both were large, voluptuous men, and I think they've both vastly improved themselves. Yeah, uh, that's what basically it- said. Which is a fucking great story.
3: Unbelievable
1: so I'm, story. I'm keen to know so much about this. Where have they, like, how do they go about it? How do they keep the determination, motivation? What have they got to now? Is it, like, are they happy? Are they still doing it? How are they maintaining? Like, is it fucking worth it? Or was would you rather have just stayed, you know, large? Because maybe I don't want to know the answer to that, but... I and want also, to know, I want to be inspired by this. Like, this is a fucking, this is, this is a great guest.
2: And also, it's so great to hear two brothers doing it. I never had the opportunity because my brother's, you know, got a, a, a very athletic body fit. He's so. a
1: super athletic physical build, yes.
2: Yeah. But I'll class you as a, um, as a brother now, Bob, and we're on yeah, this we're journey like the Walsh brothers.
1: We are 50kg brothers. Um, right, he's in the waiting room. He's just popped up. Yeah. Should we get him in? Get, get him in. Hi, right, lads. Hi, Dan. Walsh? How are we doing? Good, you? i'm good i'm good i'm excited dan
3: i'm excited too this is a so it's mad because so i told you me and my brother we were we're big boys and uh my brother has the same hairdresser as as you bob oh come on that's how this came about uh he he was talking to his barber because me and my brother were talking. i kind of said this idea similar to what you guys were doing just a kind of a, a bit of a most motivational tour for me and my brother maybe to do something similar to this. And then nice. he was, he was like, "That's so mad." I had a conversation with my hairdresser, and he said about one of the guys who also goes to him. You... And then I I started listening to all the episodes, and then I was like, well, I've got to reach out to these guys and have a chat." So that's how it that's how it came about. It's mad.
1: Come on, yeah. So are you are you an Oxford lad then, Dan?
3: No, my brother. He lives in Stadhampton. Stadhampton. Lovely so part of the world. He moved there a couple of years ago. But I'm I'm kind of sorry, he's about an hour over an hour away. But he's right, right. from sort of Uxbridge, kind of northwest London way. Yeah, nice. Nice. He okay. loves it right now. He loves it. He, it's a beautiful place right now. Yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, it's a nice part of the world. All right. right. So um, I'll share barbers with your with your brother. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple of questions first, right?
0: Yeah.
3: What's your brother's hair look like? It's, it's, it's similar to mine, but the okay. other way. <laughs> the
2: other way, but is it the same length all over like Bob gets? Or really? is there like multiple?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not the Lego head look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's> superb. <laughs> but no, he, he loves that barber as well. He says, he, yeah. He, yeah he Chris,
1: loves... shout out Chris. Fucking yeah, love Chris, to die. Yeah. Yeah. Great Where can you to find Chris, Chris, Bob? Bob? You love can Bob find Chris like in... in Chris is in Horsepath. He is on Gidley Way, and he's also available for you to contact from any part of the world on Instagram. If you want to know what his Instagram handle or name is,
3: can you just say uh, the locations again? What was that?
1: Gidley Way <laughs> on uh in Horsepath, and he is Chris the Barber underscore Oxford. Oh right. Yeah. Comes up as private hair appointments. And he's a lovely, lovely fella. I really enjoy going to see Chris. Makes me happy.
2: <laughs> Sounds <laughs> um, like some film set on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <does>. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you know what? He's like 65 yards from my gap as well. So couldn't be, couldn't be oh, more. You live near Gidley Pass then, do you? Gidley, Gidley, still Gidley Way. Nothing's changed there. <laughs> and literally, I, yeah, go out my house, sling a left, go under a bridge, pop out at his house. It's great. Mm. Oh, Nice. But um, well, anyway, hard, enough about enough about haircuts. <laughs> we also not only do I share a a barber with your brother, but we share the need for this great weight loss journey, Dan. Yes. Yeah. So you and your brother, you were a similar weight, right?
3: Yeah. It, well, yeah, it's funny. I'm 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 we were both at one point. So going back to sort of 2016, um, We'd always been big lads. It's similar to probably you guys. I've, li- I've listened to the pod. So we've always yeah. been big lads. But I think we, I remember us, it was around sort of 20, 2016. We both had broken up with kind of missus at the same time. Yeah. And sometimes the heartbreak diet makes you lose weight. For me and him, no, 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 no. We were spiked. Yes. We like went right up. And I think we both, at around the same time, realized that things were bad. Yeah uh, always played rugby. always kind of had the rugby background and always were quite active, and then injuries and that usual thing that happens where when you're younger you play a sport and then you stop playing it. And it's probably that four or five years. looking back, it was sort of that four or five years where we just didn't even re- didn't even realize it was piling on as much as it was, and then yeah the next you weigh in. I think I weighed in at 30 stone sick. I remember it. Um,
1: What's that in kilos? Do you have any idea?
3: Oh, do you know what? I worked it out. Let me just, just... 30,
1: 30 stones. So, 30 stones on 6.6 6, is it 198 yeah. kilos plus about I know oh. so it's about two, it's about 200, 201 kilos, maybe.
3: Yeah, yeah. It just, I couldn't believe it. And it was actually, I think the trigger moment was um, I was on a stag do, one of my first stag do's I'd been on with all my mates and a Ryanair flight and the belt situation. And I remember, ah. I remember, uh... All my mates, like we all rip each other, which I'm sure you guys do with your mates. And they were all kind of expecting it. And then I kind of had to do the hand motion to the woman going. <laughs> <That> was- ah. <laughs> um and that we all like at the time it was hilarious. Everyone joked about it. But I do remember after that, later on in the day thinking, I've got to sort my shit out, gotta sort it out. Yeah. Do you know my-
1: what, though? I, I had a flight, literally, so I've spoken about this before a few weeks ago on the pod, but the worst situation with the seat bounce was on l- l- last week, when we last came back from America, and I actually pressed the button for the woman because I couldn't. it couldn't fit. I had that heart sinking like, this actually doesn't fucking go on. I'm at capacity here. So I'm yeah. tucking it underneath my belly to try and, like, pull, wrench myself into the seat, kind of just yeah. about getting to get into the touch sink and I can't get it to do up. So I rang for the woman, thinking there's no one in this section at the moment because I've had I've, I've got on board first, thinking she might be really to get me an extension before anyone fucking sees. And then by the time she came, I'd like my legs were purple, and I I pretty much managed to just get it done up. You couldn't see it. So then when they come around to check, like no no, it, it's about yeah. to up. I promise you, it is. You can't stand under there. <laughs> yeah. I can't fucking move. But that's the worst. That's the worst I've ever had. And I know, like yeah, I know if I actually cross that line, yeah. I was, fucking shite
0: inside what does
3: Um, it look like well it's bright orange as well it's the worst thing (laughs) when you see them walking down the aisle with a bright orange thing you're thinking right where's the fat bastard then where are they where are they sitting? yeah that's just but the maddest thing is i used to i travel a lot with work and um i remember going on to amazon and buying an extender and taking it on a flight with me because i was thinking The last thing I want to do is ask for nice. an extender with, with colleagues. That was the big thing. I, it wasn't so much the people on the plane. I was thinking, I'm traveling with colleagues. And in my mind, I'm like, they, they know I'm a, I'm a big boy. So it's like, it shouldn't be a surprise. But it was just that anxiety of, oh, I just don't want that awkward, weird, embarrassing situation with work colleagues. If it was normal mates, like I, like I went on a stag do it, it didn't bother me. So I actually managed to get it on the flight and then do up and find the right colour that matched. It is, the, the planning and preparation that went into that is just crazy. Looking back now. Um, I do think that's... Know. that's
2: When you're in that moment where you're you're kind of growing and there's loads of things in there, and I know for me personally, it, there's loads of secretive stuff because you don't want to have that awkward conversation about fucking hell. Like, for me, it's like eating anything that's slightly off-piste like yeah. a chocolate bar or something like that, someone's staring at you going, you really don't need them, mate, do you? Yeah. and it, It's just, um, it, it kind of gets you in a habit to be doing this kind of secret stuff and planning and this sort of thing. What well, you just mentioned there about buying a seatbelt thing, if you think about the other things that that could lead to, like bigger clothing, that sort of stuff, but it's all done away from the eyes of other people, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it is. It it's, is. yeah, it's, it's very hard for anyone to actually have there's, there's some blokes at work that just don't relate to this pod whatsoever yeah and, and they're like well you you should just be told that you're a fat fuck every day and you should change <laughs> I'm like, in theory that could work yeah it could yeah <laughs> but, yeah but it still it probably pushes them pushes everyone into like a further secretive
0: mode yeah. and it, it, yeah. it
2: comes to this epiphany moment where you have to actually like start telling everyone and it, it, it do you know what I mean like I'm, I'm on this mission come with me and this sort of stuff like I completely get the kind of clients everything because that's that's the same as going to a client meeting and not being able to fit in the chairs in the meeting room that's just yeah
0: yeah,
3: yeah. I, yeah. I, I work in a, in public relations and a lot of that is about I mean especially when you're going to meet clients and they're paying you a lot of money like they don't want some big fatty sat there sweating and that's what one thing I used to know like and I like since I've lost weight like just going into a meeting, not having to worry about sitting there and being embarrassed about sweating your tits off and like yeah, yeah. popping your brow. And like, that's, that's one thing that I, that I, that used to always, I used to even like try and get to meetings almost and get in the location almost like an hour before just to get there, cool down um but then when you're sometimes going into meetings they take you into which is fucking mad, isn't it? it's meant i'm gonna
1: get there early just so i can be cool well the time actually the event starts it's mad,
3: it's, mad. It's, and you,
1: you... it's another it's another moment that just thin people start that's just that's not crossing their yeah. mind
3: no and you said you said it on one of the pods of a day Bob. it's like it, you just think fucking life's too short to be thinking about these things like like it's just that's what yeah and he drove me after that the flight situation and then hitting 30 odd stone that's what then I was like I need to sort and even now and my, my journey is nowhere near done I'm I've done pretty well and then I still have I still have bad motor- like you're talking about the secrecy thing I had to sit down so this this last three or four weeks for me has just summed up me and the weight loss that stuff over the last sort of six seven years yeah had an amazing start to this year then I had a trip to New Zealand that was great came back weighed in I'd put on weight but it was nowhere like it, I hadn't gone crazy or anything like that so I thought all right, I'll just get that off just get back straight on it and for the next two weeks it was just like a free for all it was just it's just crazy just didn't go to the gym wasn't going, going out to do the steps and, and that's
1: what happens. that's what I feel the same thing as soon as, as soon as you get out of the routine you yeah. go on your holiday or whatever when I come back I've completely forgotten that and I'm picking it back up again yeah it's...
3: It's, it's really hard. And I it's it was so weird. It was like, I think it was literally a week ago. I, it was like an intervention with me and my missus. I had to sit. I said, babe, I need to tell you something. We both sat down and I was just like, I'm, I've been kind of secret in that's my thing. I, I will go away. I'll go in the car and, go, and pretend I'm going somewhere and then divert to a, a drive through, a shop or whatever, eat stuff on the way back and then pretend that nothing's happened. And that's so bad. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's my big fit like doing that and i had to sit her down and she kind of half knew what it was because she always suspects anyway
0: <laughs> so See, I, I and
3: her, it was actually it actually helped but at the same time it was like it's just i should have just came off the holiday even have one or two days not on it and then it's just mentally i find it hard to just think okay that's out of the way let's just carry on as normal it's yeah
1: just, and then just got cracked back on with yeah. the secret eating thing so for me I think when I was younger, like living at my mum's house, I used to do that. I used to go, "Oh, we we'll just eat a chocolate bar when I'm out on that," just so it's not like obvious. But definitely, um, like what I do, what I do as an adult, I I almost like headline up front that right, whatever. It's been our week. I'm just I'm having a blowout later, and I when I go to the shop and I come out with a bag full of goodies, like I always feel like I will go over the top and just be like, whatever. I know it's shit, but I'm just doing it. Fucking bang, like what? Like I'll, I'll get back on it Monday. And just like have to real headline out rather than turning up with a bag of shit or saying i turn up with Hagon's going, look, I'm getting one, this is happening, yada yada yada, and I just kind of like almost reason with it why it's happening. And I feel like yeah, I need yeah. to do that.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Which,
1: is, which is fucking sad, really, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Did you have like um bad food at home as a kid? Was it in the house?
3: I think th- looking back, yeah, I think my mum was always a she t- uh, she'll kill me to hear this. I, I'll tell her herself. She was like a terrible, terrible cook. So we were kind of... Oh, so was my mum. Yeah, she was She was really bad. So we just, I, I think from a fairly early age, we were like, right, we'll just cook ourselves and stuff. So I think it maybe started back then. Um, as I say, we kind of half got away with it because we were, we were pretty active all the time. We were big boys, yeah. but pretty active. It's that when the activity then drops off. And then after... Oh. Yeah.
1: I'm um, fucking resonating with this
3: so much. It's just, yeah. and that, So I, I can't, I don't think I can look back and blame like my mum or family or whatever like that. I just think um, we probably took responsibility for our food early on and then just made the bad choices. And then I think you can even then track it. I stayed on at university, did the uni thing and, and actually look at like my weights all over the last 10, 12, whatever years. I was the lowest I've ever been at uni. That I was around the sort of 17 18 stone mark, which is still big, but um, on my frame, it's it, you look I look quite good, I was happy with that, and even now, that's probably my goal, yeah. But a lot of that was because you couldn't afford to go to a joint dr- like McDonald's and you literally couldn't afford to eat, uh, and you were saving it to get pissed anyway. Whereas my brother, Brendan and mine, we were exactly this like identical twins, he then got a job and then suddenly he had some money, and that was when he started to then increase in weight because he had the money He could go out for a nice lunch yeah, get a yeah. again so that i think tracking it back even to then, i think just those choices you make then just kind of then lead you on the path doesn't it that's the way it is
0: yeah so
2: I, I, I asked a question about the kind of food at home i never had there was never ever anything bad in our house my mom would never let it in our house yeah. So every time I had an opportunity or a window, I was out <laughs> hunting around for this stuff. <laughs> a bit I was about six foot, at like twelve, going around getting served booze and stuff. <laughs> was trying to nick it all in at, at any point. So Listen. I always think I heard um, uh, Tom and Romish uh, on their podcast. Tom is it Davies? I think he's Davies. He, no idea. He thinks that it's it's inherited from never being, having tra- treats as kids. And then when you yeah. have the opportunity to, you lose your brain. But there's obviously no science to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So maybe it's just the fact that we <laughs> uh, I think my missus' dad called it Labrador Eyes, and it was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like when you see the food you want, you have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you're older, you're saying you can afford it. It's just yeah. like opening the bag of food to a whole dog and just letting him eat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a gene, haven't they? Me and my missus will sometimes joke about that. She's like, you've got the gene that Labradors have. They just can't, they just don't get full up.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say Labradors, I think all dogs, my dog would eat a whole horse if he yeah, had the opportunity
0: yeah.
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, on your, so, you and your brother went through that period years ago put a load of weight on you maxed out i've done your disservice by the way i've just checked 194 kilos not 201 okay um and did your brother get to a similar way
3: yeah 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 so um i got to it was we it was june 2016 i came back from the stag do um and i was just just like this needs to stop so i signed up i started doing boxing a bit like
1: we both did boxing
3: yeah yeah i signed up with a guy that was down the road from me personal trainer um and just started it i just and and i'll never forget that first time i walked into that gym and i was shitting myself i was was literally i was scared and and i don't don't get anxiety or anything like that but looking back that's the probably the closest i've ever got where you're genuinely worried about what's going to happen so i just started with him and just like one one or two sessions a week and then weight started coming off because i hadn't been active for so long i love i love boxing so for me it was like actually enjoyable to learn something new yeah um but on the food side of things i i, I didn't have like a he he wasn't a pt that's going to tell he was literally a boxing coach he wasn't going mm. to tell calories or whatever so i kind of knew that roughly what to eat um so i started doing that did fairly well quite quickly and then me and my brother lived together at the time, and probably six months later, he was like, "He was like, right, he's seen me get kind of move forward with it, and then he started with it as well." So we actually started training together. We were like sparring together, um and it, it, doing it together helped so much. Helped so so much.
1: Sparring uh, your brother as well, right, which is superb.
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we were both when we started out over over thirty. I can't remember what exactly he was, but um, but a similar starting way Similar starting so way. There's,
1: so there's there's w- at one point in time where two identical brothers who are both chunky men are sparring each other in a ring. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. fucking That's, love to do that. That <laughs> no, is it's just really, superb. It's really
0: good, yeah. There and is
3: then,
1: no way me and my brother would be able to do that, <laughs> <laughs> We'd be kicking lumps at each
0: other.
3: No, no, no. I tell you <laughs> what, looking back, like we there was a few times where it it would get a bit tasty because we used to do it like before work, so it's quite early in the morning. So, but um, but we loved it. We loved it, and then I I got to a Got you start then obviously getting fitter you enjoy it more and then I saw I actually did a fight I actually signed up to do a fight like a white collar thing yeah and then we both kind of like just that kind of just just being active and we we then did a like a we signed up for a triathlon together so we were kind of doing these things together and just kind of going he I mean he it was crazy he lost probably hundred odd pounds in nine I think nine or ten months it just flew off him. Was Hold on,
1: 100 pounds in nine or 10 months. Yeah.
3: yeah, I remember. I remember looking.
1: That's at not far 50 kilos. 50 kilos is 110 yeah. pounds. So literally, 100.
3: mine came off slower, but it just flew off him. Flew off him.
1: Yeah, I,
2: my weight flew off. And I know what you mean about boxing coaches because boxing coaches, their they're kind of diets that they do to get, if you're not dealing with heavy weights, if you're dealing with um, the lower weights.
0: Yeah.
2: The guy that trained me was like, yeah. Like leading into a fight for a whole month, I'll just have one tin of soup every day, yeah, and I'll be training three or four times a day. And you'd be like, because they're trying to get to a weight that's like below what their body should be, yeah. and then yeah. go up. And then you're sitting there going, "Oh, yeah, but I'm trying to lose some weight. <laughs> um, <laughs> any advice for me?" And he's just like, "Soup, <laughs>
0: <It's> like, <laughs> eat the fucking soup, mate." And I'm, yeah,
3: they, they, I realise that they they they'll lose weight at all costs. There's no there's no Real science goes into it. I remember the guy that I was training with; he was still a professional at the time. And I remember in being in the gym with him, and he was like, sipping, "It was like a few days before a fight. He was sipping water and then spitting it out because he didn't want to even, yeah, to was, the water.
1: Yeah, they want
2: to drain their bodies. Didn't they? Yeah, 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 nah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, crazy. I think nah. I think with boxing though, it was like I got the weight off. I got in a great routine. I remember the first thing they made me do was was to punch a bag for three minutes and i thought that'd be easy and (laughs) i smoked about 35 a day back then and i was gassed like couldn't my shoulders felt they were going to fall off my hands felt they were going to fall off everything everything was just broken and they went well i'm not sure you're going to be able to fight in 12 weeks but keep coming back so turned up again and it, it got me in such a good routine. And and I think from a, from a mental standpoint, that first two weeks was like climbing Everest. It was, yeah. I, I got through that, then it was a lot easier. And then you get in a habit where you're like, you know what? I genuinely prefer this life. I've, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive. I'm now not tired all the time. Yeah. Weight's coming off. I'm feeling fitter. And I'm doing stuff that I didn't believe I could do. But yeah. I haven't been able to find a replacement for boxing since my injuries. And it i think i'm doing it right at the moment but something that's sustainable boxing really got me on the straight and narrow i lost i went down to about 122 kilograms wow yeah and i just haven't been able to i've been banging on weight ever since ever since my shoulder gone and yeah. everything's gone so yeah uh yeah i need that and i, I keep thinking it, it, i do loads of stuff going yeah i'm going to put some effort into this but it's nothing like the thought of Getting beaten up in front of your mates or having a fight at the end of it was the real key bit. Yeah, I'm a bit of an all or nothing guy, and I think it put a big strain on my relationship with my missus. To be fair, because I was I went from going out for meals to look, we're going to sit indoors. <laughs> I'm going to watch <laughs> Nigel Ben's greatest hits, and I'm going to get in a dark place <laughs>
0: to get rid of this fight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's and it's especially if you, especially if you're you enjoy it, like. Um, I've done the running thing. I've done other stuff like boot camps and stuff, and I just I just hated the process of actually doing it. Um what's the boot, boot camp bit, situation? What boot camps have you done? There were these they were like these um for 30 quid a month, you'd turn up on like a Monday and Wednesday evening, and it would be mostly women. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like these kind of military style boot camps, and for like an hour they'd just beast you with runs and weights and stuff like that it was actually really good it, I, but i i've never never looked forward to it never enjoyed it yeah yeah, yeah. i dreaded it and i just think for stuff that you're going to keep doing over and over again like i still i don't train with a boxing guy but my gym has i make sure that the gym i have has a bag um and my brother now he he trains with a guy that's in a lot got a little gym near him in Southampton. who's like a pro my brother loves it still um, yeah it just shows you if you go for something you actually enjoy, you will stick with it. It's the, like, I always hear that when influencers and God knows, I'll oh, just do something that you love, but it's probably, it's actually right because the other stuff, you'll just end up fucking off at some point. Yeah. You,
1: probably you got hear a dog barking? No, mate. Oh, fucking hell. All right. That's just <laughs> <gorgeous>, barking, man. It's <laughs> staring Weird. at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, so for, for you then, like, where's that journey test? To- that was a few years ago. You were, you were at your physical peak. Where's that journey taking you now then? Or what, what What? kind of levels did you get down to at your at your lowest?
3: Yeah. So um, I was one of those mental people that during lockdown like, was just possessed. I started running then. And I think the lowest I've got since I started in 2016 was down to, it was around the kind of between 20 and 21 stone mark. I don't know what that is in KG. Um, yeah. I remember getting down to that.
1: 20.5 stone in KG. Let me just tell you that, my friend, because...
2: I
0: think so, it's about one,
2: two, two,
1: maybe? Around. No, yeah. Uh, 20 and a half stone is 130 kilograms.
3: Yeah. And I think, I think the lowest, like going back to the view, 18 stone, I think 18 stone is about 118 kilograms, isn't it? So it's not what uh, yeah. you guys are aiming for. that's so that's high? Six foot. Six foot. Not, not like really tall. Probably more 5'11", but we'll say six
1: foot.
3: <laughs> um, so I got down to that enjoyed that lockdown um and then over the next kind of two two years or two three years it's kind of been a bit more yo-yo like i'm probably sitting around the 23 mark at the minute um it's just been it's just been like i just found it i moved house did loads of other stuff and it, i just found yeah. that i've not I've been consistent but only consistent in a few month blocks um especially last year, and I even got got uh found like an online personal trainer last year I thought right, I'm going to do it properly now and have someone there to to really guide me through the calories and all that kind of stuff um my problem is is i i I'm still really active I still actually do i do the steps I do all that but then i I still just cannot get a handle on the food side it's almost in my head the more I do activity side, the more I can eat and get away with it and it's just I just can't i can't so that's why i've kind of kind of yo-yoed a bit um and this last few weeks like i said earlier is like a perfect example of me really summed up is i have the holiday i'm go mad for two weeks and then for the last week i've been perfect like everything's been great i'm gonna weigh in tomorrow i feel better and you you yeah. get you get a week later like i am now you look back week, you think why was i doing that then but you don't feel like that then. You're like you just can't you can't be bothered with it.
2: I do think life's got a bit of balance to it though, doesn't it? it? I remember going after the first fight or maybe the second fight. I flew out to Canada for a cousin's wedding, and then I went to Vegas afterwards. <laughs> it was a two week trip, and I'd gained something ridiculous like twelve kilograms in two weeks.
0: Yeah,
2: I, and I had to go and buy clothes because I couldn't fit into my clothes and this sort of stuff. Yeah. and it all came off again. And yeah. that's like an extreme kind of, and this is where, where I had a bit of an issue with boxing because it was, I went completely sober for them fights and then strict diet, trained six or seven times a week yeah. and then came off of them and then just went, all right, let's get back in that boozer. Let's start tasting that beautiful, <laughs> delicious beer again and then get, get the kebabs at the end of the night. And, and I think the um, the bit that I really struggle with is, and this is something that my missus always says is, she she's like you're always all or nothing and you need to find some sort of regular balance or control exactly. but every time i've tried that it just it just means that i gain weight like I, I have to either be doing something extreme or i'm gaining weight
3: yeah
2: and uh, i think it, i find it hard to come to the point where that's just life for me
0: yeah.
2: and i don't think it's fair i don't think it's right and mm. I think as I get older, I just need to fucking
3: accept it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy that I worked with this, and he was actually a friend. He he was just trying to. He was just trying to. I worked with him for like a year, a whole year, and he was just trying to like instill in me that it's just another day. If you come back off, if you have a really good week, and let's say you have ten beers on a Saturday, the next day it's just another day. It's not like a chance
0: to
3: yeah. can go, Oh, okay. Because I'm like that. If I if I went out tonight and had even four or five pints. Oh, the diet would be gone. The whole weekend would be gone. I would not say Yeah, you
1: start again get like Monday. It. You yeah, start again I'm Monday. That. I love that line. I, uh,
3: I, I am, I am that personified and I'm just, I'm like you a bit like that, where it is, it's all or nothing. Um, yeah. And I look like when I, when me and my brother first started, we used to do this. The only thing we did, we said, right, from Monday to Saturday, we are going to be perfect on the diet. I don't even think back then we were, I think we were so big at that point. It didn't actually matter about counting calories. As long as we didn't do what we were doing before, we were going to lose weight. Yeah. Sunday we were like, right. Then we relax a bit. We didn't go crazy, but we just didn't, we would have maybe a takeaway or whatever. And we kind of got away with it because we were that big. But I do think once you get a bit more weight off, you just cannot get away. You can't get away with it. You have to, there's all that balance and the this. He was he was great, and I, I lost weight with him. But he was ripped, absolutely ripped to shit. It, it, like he's in an unbelievable knit. He's never ever been the size I've been. So I, I kind of ended up thinking uh, you can't really relate to. Do you know what I mean? I, that's what. Yeah,
1: I, those people just don't really put weight on at the same rate either. Like that's
3: no, what. No, what, I'm, I I did exactly like that. I'd go away for a weekend, come back, or a stag do, and put on like twelve pounds, and he'd be like what the fuck have you done (laughs) It's just like that that's because i i see it with my with my my missus she's half my size she's like tiny and she'll go on a mad weekend we both will she'll come back and she'll put on half a pound and i'm like putting on 12 pounds it's just like how the but obviously your bodies work different ways when you're at certain sizes that's what i've definitely learned
2: yeah yeah i agree completely with that but i think I could, if if I really wanted to, if I, if I st- if I ate pizzas every night for a week, I think I could gain at least three stone. <laughs> I think I could, and I'm not yeah. sure if that's genetics, but it definitely don't take a week to to come off. It takes about three months to come off, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, but with with the kind of other half side of things, my miss is really supportive and and everything. She's stick skinny, and I can watch her eat an entire tub of straws and not gain a single pound and then eat a meal afterwards.
3: Yeah.
2: And then she's kind of giving me half of her food, just like, all the time <laughs> because she can't finish it. And you're just sitting there going, yeah, I'm going to eat that. Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all like, that extra food and extra calories. It's, uh, and I'm anything. 1 million percent not blaming her because <laughs> I will make myself a double portion as it is <laughs> anyway. So it's just <laughs> adding on. And if there's leftovers, nothing's getting to the fridge. I'm going to eat that as well. Yeah. But it's... Um, I think there's it, it's something to do with the mind by 100% and it's it's trying to reverse that and trying to have these triggers to stop doing them things. At the moment, I've, I said the other week that I've been eating at the uh, train station because I'm not sure if it's because I haven't got enough calories in me and I'm hungry and by that point I'm going, I need to eat something or I'm not drinking enough water so actually I'm just thirsty. Yeah, But I've been slipping in this like pre-meal milk which is like a, a chicken grilled chicken burger from Leon. And yes. I'll be hanging these in the train going, it's 530 calories. That'll be all right. Just just don't get the chips and you'll be fine. And <laughs> that, that when you actually, my fitness power is insane. Isn't it? It's just like yeah. another meal's gone in. What are you doing? Go yeah. home and eat another meal with your missus and then eat half of her food as well. <laughs> 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 it's ginormous by the end of the week. So, yeah, I, the food is the bit that I cannot. Yeah. I just, Cannot get my brain round unless I'm like this. this is why I've tried every diet, and when I stick to them, they're good because they keep you check in check and balanced. Yeah, but it's a uh, it's a fine art, isn't it? It's just so hard to get that that mix right. And if I start boozing, everything goes out the
3: window. Yeah, oh, that, that's I'm, I'm, Yeah, when I, I'm I'm a bin I'm a binge drink I'm a binge eater and a binge drinker. Hundred percent. Like if I can't, I find it hard to go out for two or three. Like for me, if I go out, it's it's 10 plus easy. And then and then the knock it's more for me well the knock on effect because it's like the day after I can't handle being hungover. Um if you hung over,
1: you get to take when it like whenever you've been hungover 100%. on Sunday
3: and then yeah. the
1: only purpose in that
2: day is to, to actually survive. Yeah. And to survive, <laughs> you have to eat your last meal
1: six times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're and starting
1: again on Monday. You can't possibly start again on the Sunday. That's fucking madness.
3: And I am honestly, I'm so bad on the delivery of Uber Eats. Like yeah. where I live, I, where I used to live, hardly any choice. I came a bit closer to London, and uh, you can literally be scrolling. Just there's anything you want. Anything. What's
1: your um? What's your go to Dan? Talk to me about you know where you're...
3: Go to, you go to, to go to. I, on. I, I love a McDonald's. I do. I love a McDonald's. What oh, you yeah. get? The, the order is ridiculous. And I've told, I've told friends this, and they're like are oh, you joking f- <laughs> it's like double quarter pounder all, all large chips large meal 20 nuggets and then another burger maybe sometimes another burger
2: oh yes 10, are, 10, are 10, we talking 10, double cheeseburger chasers or are you talking another thing off the menu
3: double cheeseburger chasers i was good as well arrives and <laughs> massive, <laughs> massive bags yeah like, yeah like, I am always, I'm always thinking the neighbours gonna the neighbor's gonna think we're having a party around it. They just just for me. <laughs> and then yeah, my <laughs> missus were like, but well, I get just like the a, nugget
1: what? chasers up at twenty is good. So I'll definitely oh, yeah. I would definitely be going with get me a meal and then get me some sort of chaser. Like fucking yeah. absolutely, but 20 nuggets and then a stick a burger or two on top of that.
3: It's, it's great going. Really <laughs> that. It is just it's, 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 for that. Yeah, that's that's prefer, the choice round here is just crazy. It's just mad. And that's
2: the problem with delivery and reads But I prefer to lose the chips for an additional meal, and I do that quite regularly. So burger and burger makes sense. If I go five guys, I get burger and a beef hot dog. No <laughs> chips.
3: No, so I go for the chips as well. I, it's always the hot dog, <laughs> but the chips. Are there as well.
2: Chips. Emma <laughs> can have the chips. I'll eat. I'll eat the burgers. I'm. I'm happy with that. But yeah. I'd, the, <laughs> The thing with the McDonald's is that you never actually full. No, like, no, you can keep going for all of that. If you eat a pizza, you're in trouble. Like yeah. you're sitting on the sofa sweating. Same with like a Chinese. Yeah. How do you calorie a Chinese? I've never worked that out.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, that PT guy used to say to me. He said, "Oh, what? You can have the McDonald's, but just calorie count it." And I was thinking, mate, if you knew how many. Calories- <laughs>
1: Calculator runs out of that one, mate. No.
3: (laughs) You're like, this is it's broken. It's broken. It doesn't know how to calculate it.
1: But Dan, so you you your peak was 194 kilos, right? And you got down to 130-ish. That's 64 kilos. That's a third of your body gone. So that's about 10 stone, right? So that's a fucking massive feat. So you must have been doing something very right during that time. I know it was COVID and you were exercising more and stuff, but food-wise talk yeah. to me what did you do because that's that that there is what we're trying to do 50 kilos that's more than that 64 so what what did you do that
3: worked I, it's, what did I look I mean it's I, I kind of almost separate the pre-covid stuff then to like the post-covid stuff because yeah I, th- I think looking back I was it was me and my it's, me and my brother would always be like right we've got like a wedding coming up everything my whole life would be based around thing like a nights out or a wedding or a stag do or a yeah. holiday, or whatever. And no, like, that, wow. we'd almost like blitz yourself and like reduce the calories right down and to a stupid unhappy amount, 1,500. I remember going down as 13, 1,400 calories. It was just crazy. um But it, cause, cause we were so big, it just worked. And then you'd have the event and then the, the kind of binge or it's whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then But what we were really good at is having the event the day after, having a day of doing whatever the fuck you want. But then on the Monday, and I used to be like it, we're back. We'd always book a boxing session or we always have something. So it's kind of like minimizing the impact of the weekend or the event.
0: Yeah,
3: I I think post COVID, that's where I've been shit. I, I definitely don't. I definitely go nowhere near that amount of calories. I do track most things now, and I try and hit a certain amount um so i'm not i'm not constantly starving because then i'm always on the edge i always say to my missus that i feel like i'm on the edge it's like on the edge of like a proper blowout like going mad going mad just because i'm (laughs) so hungry um i think i think in the last the last year or or 80 months it's more so building up to those events where i've not been as good as reacting to them like having two or three extra days off when i shouldn't have or just like I've done having like two weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well like that's I've done thing.
3: two years.
2: So you've built
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: That's the, that's built the a bad plan, then, to, to kind of get you back on track. That's the key bit. So you you've always got something good that follows the bad.
3: Yeah. 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 That's I like cool. that. yeah. I always try to do that. Like we've got and then it, then I'm trying to I'm trying to kind of a slightly new approach at the minute where it's trying not to build up these events and build up to these things because then it's just inevitable that you're going to like build up to it and then drop. Whereas well, I just I'm yeah. trying to almost keep more of like a level, not worry so much about someone else's wedding or whatever else, just trying to keep, see it as just another life. I, I like stuff to work towards. Like I'm, I'm getting married now next year. I know you're, you're getting married in as well. Like, so that's something quite big in the distance to aim for. Um, but if you'd have asked me a week ago, I was just like, oh, that's a year away. I can still just eat whatever I want. Like, yeah. that's, that's the problem. So I, I, I think my brain works where I like quite like short term things to aim for. But it's yeah. just making sure that I just don't act stupid afterwards. That's the biggest problem. But I, I think
1: like th- that's life though, right? Like for for, for your approach, I think that's a great approach. I think there's nothing wrong with if you have, you know, you have your event that happens on the Saturday. Yeah. Sunday enjoy yourself follow up with a takeaway feel shit like we've all been there like that's gonna happen you're never gonna get to a stage of mm-hmm. life where you're not gonna you know have those hangovers or whatever and feel like you're gonna treat yourself and round off the weekend to be shit but I, I think if you if i could guarantee that every monday i was back on it and back back doing the right things again like sophie spoke about the other week in this pod about the 80 20 like you know you've got to enjoy yourself the 20 percent time as long as 80 percent time you do the right things if i could say now if, for the rest of my life that I would have my, I have the events that take place on Saturday, you know, maybe, you know, let the guard down on Sunday, but Monday was back at it and had good weeks. Mm. Then I'd be happy with that for the rest of my life. I'm sure it'd be absolutely fine. Like, yeah. It's just, just, it's just the consistency be of that yeah. is the key.
3: Yeah, I'd I'd be exactly the same. And I, I, I remember, I I remember when I was working with this PT and I had do a couple of stag dudes last year and I remember the second one, the first one, I bombed. I was just, for a good week, I was just, totally ignored him. me was whatsapping me i was just like mate i don't even want to hear from you this week but then the <laughs> second thing i did exactly that on the monday i wasn't like super strict on the diet but i just got up and went out for a walk and that kind of made me mentally go right come on now you're, you're back to it and that definitely helped but it's it's so easy to look back and think that's what you should have done and when you're in the moment for me it's just like just just can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah it's like a routine
2: of destruction that just feels so good yeah (laughs) Yeah.
3: holidays
2: (laughs) for me because I just I'll start drinking like lads holidays yeah and then I've I've got to a point where there's blood coming out of every part of me and (laughs) just feels so bad and then you're just like well if I just get three three pints I'll feel better again (laughs) and then you're just like by the end of it completely broke you actually look wrong didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come back out the scales that's like oh shit my liver's not gonna work for the next month either <laughs>
3: <laughs> and for me I, I i work from home so it kind of works both ways good and bad like when i'm in a good routine I, i've got a chance to go out and make food and all that kind of stuff But yeah. when i'm not it's so easy for me just to You're not far from the fridge Redownload. well it's more just read out like at the minute the deliverer and things are deleted from my phone but it's so easy for me to just work from here not really leave the house and order food in and that's that's when i yeah that's that cycle that's just like not good so it kind of works that bad
2: i deliver a weekly shop and i've i've convinced myself that that's better for me than going shopping in a shop and cheaper (laughs) because even though I'm paying a huge premium on the food if I go anywhere near a supermarket that like do you know the confectionery aisle where there's like yes. biscuits cookies that sort of stuff I might as well just get two trolleys and just double arm it and <laughs> bring it all in baby let's go <laughs> the other things that do me in a, in a supermarket it's like a fresh baguette or something like that and you're like there's no need for it whatsoever. You've already got a couple of frozen pieces in the trolley. Just like yeah. get all that in. Yeah.
1: 300 quid later, I'm like, well, I've
2: got i eight get done then. by. quid. Um,
1: I'll get done by the pound signs. If anything's got a picture that says pound, little circle, top right, I feel it's only a quid in it. Like anything that's got a pound on it is in. Like, yeah, it's you a quid.
2: Anything discounted, is... you're really in trouble as well. That's, yeah. that's the worst bit.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? 48p. Oh, scotch egg. Come
3: on. <laughs> yeah, at those prices, you're like, I can't afford not to. I've just got to Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, stupid. Yeah. Two packs of Hobnobs instead of one. Same
0: price? <laughs> get them in yeah. a fucking trouble.
1: Because a couple of them have been dropped on the floor and they're cracked. Uh, yeah. They're cracked in my mouth anyway. Don't worry about that. Get them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That> actually,
2: <laughs> i just scrunch them up and pour them in anyway. So...
0: <laughs>
2: <doesn't matter>. <laughs> 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 uh, so at your kind of peak, what was your kind of day's food at that point? Yeah, great question.
3: Really great question. Um, I just used to like I, I it was always I never I was never one for breakfast. Always skip breakfast, always skip it. But then Very I would I would seriously make up for it at lunch. And it was it was lunch having like I remember when I did work from the office, there was a canteen there, and it was like ordering two baguettes and kind of in my head I was thinking if I order two baguettes the server's going to think that one's for me and then one's for someone in the office so I'd sit there and eat the one in the canteen and then I'd go up to the office where all my colleagues were and then I'd eat the next one <laughs> so they just kind of like in my head I was That's thinking that. no one's going to notice and then sometimes colleagues would come into the canteen as well and then see me with like eating one with the other and I'd just kind of like hide it <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> Um, I think looking at it for me it was like leaving work and then um we I used to get on a bus and it used to drop me outside Uxbridge station and literally there's a -a Pret-a-Manger outside and I used to go in there almost every day and it was like another sandwich or baguette they used to have these like um hot you know like the hot part of Pret where it's like meatball wraps
0: yeah still there
3: that the, the chocolate brownie thing they had and, like, nail that before I got home and then dinner. Then it'd be dinner and then it'll be chocolate. Pre-dinner, home. dinner. So,
0: also, like... that's
1: the first time I've heard it, it called pret for fair food. <laughs> <Whatever.
2: laughs> <laughs> I've found myself for Pret. I, I think yeah, Pret works you. at McDonald's. I, don't, I genuinely go in there. They've got two or three salad items, so does McDonald's. Yeah. But they, everything in that place is just, not
3: right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that place for me. Even now, is dangerous, and you can get it on delivery where I am, and it's dangerous. Um, that ham and cheese quass on the morning one is
1: fucking oh, unreal. Incredible. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I'm all the sausage and, yeah. sausage and egg bat. That that would be me. Yeah.
3: And then oh. fr- Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Thursday as well was guaranteed takeaways. Just fast food. Just 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 not yeah. Just constant, and sometimes two a day. Um, really bad, and it was just a bit. It was just a real build-up, and we for for a while, me and my brother, we had a we ran a football team together, like all of our mates and stuff like that. And I remember every Sunday was like go to the game in the morning. Afterwards, you go straight to the pub. The pub would put loads of just shit food on for you, five or six pints. Leave the pub, get food on the way back from the pub, like KFC, McDonald's. Go home, eat that, and then another takeaway in the evening um and that was every sunday every sunday for probably two years um and that was just sunday then the the saturday you'd be doing similar and yeah yeah just yeah just looking back it's no wonder we were that big no wonder
2: but again it's so hard to realize the damage you're doing because if it was like something that was actually going to hurt you you would stop yeah But it feels good. And the thing is, half the marketing in these companies, like Domino's and that sort of stuff, is there to invite you. Half the food's laced with that MSG, so it becomes addictive. And and (laughs) at the time you're going, I'm getting a lot of pleasure from this. And even though you're sitting on the sofa going, like,
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: You're still going, Oh my God, this it feels good. I feel good to be full. So someone there's a trigger a few years back, someone said to me. Uh, and I asked him about diet advice and they went, uh, when was the last time you were like actually starving hungry? And I was like, hmm. and where I'd been in that routine, yeah. it, it could have been about two years ago, two years <laughs> ago from that point. Yeah. And then I was like, and he went, yeah, okay, well go out. And he went, get yourself to that point again. And he went, and then put something in your mouth. You'll appreciate it a lot more. And that was the first step of the diet for me. It was mad. Yeah. So I didn't eat until dinner, and I was fucking, like, rock hard. So when we get getting to lunch going, I'm fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm still full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, it's, it's little shit like that that just takes – it's just taking you out of them routines, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
2: Really yeah. bad
1: yeah. routines that, oh,
2: fuck me. And, that,
1: like, thinking about food as fuel. Like, I'll I'll need it when I need fuel. I don't – I'm not hungry, I don't yeah
2: i I do it when i'm stressed so it's like if i'm stressed at work i eat because my brain's going well you don't you're like you're panicking and you're like well you better eat now in case you've got another four meetings and you're like jumping into the kitchen smash anything and get your hands on if you've got like my days are so busy if i've got a window i'm like well i can I can get a delivery. Yeah. What's quick? McDonald's is reliable. Get the McDonald's, get it in, and then I'm then I'm good to go. And then well, I might as well get some sides just in case I don't have dinner because I'm too busy and my brain's just going like that. And it's just, yeah. what on earth's going on? Really, I should have all that perfect planned and everything and it will be easy. Yeah. But
3: yeah.
2: Just convenience is such a, them, them
3: apps are just so. Just, yeah, um, dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. It's just, it, it's those routines, isn't it? I always find that, like, like, like for the last week i've just been bang on and it, i felt quite easy just to get back into that routine but it's so it's just just as easy to come out of it and then just be on the routine of just eating shit and just doing what you want and not not thinking that's the thing i think when you're in that moment you just don't you're just not thinking you're not like not
1: thinking yeah yeah
3: ah. you're just kind of going with it and it's like i say it's Good routine, bad routine, they're both just as easy to get out. But I always just find that getting out of the bad routine is just, just takes time. Just takes time. And I think that maybe that's always going to be the way it is with me. Maybe, maybe it is. Um, but it's, it feels like a constant thing of like, come on now, you need to check yourself and just get back, just get back to it type thing. But it's so much harder in the moment.
0: Yeah.
2: And how long have you been on like a good, good routine in this current one? Yeah. I know you said
0: you had like a little two weeks off, but it sounds as if that was a, like a little yeah. blip. But
3: yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a really good start to the year. Like I, January, February was, and most of March was great. Um, and it was, yeah, they had they had this kind of trip booked. So I would say probably out of it, probably be about a month. If you add in the holiday and then the two weeks afterwards, probably about a month. So it's been about a week since I've been kind of in that routine. And I, the difference of how I feel, just in every yeah it's just crazy it's just crap but then now it's just now i'm like right a week in you get to a week and you're like you just need to do another week and i purposely you know it's always the let's start monday i purposely last week started on a friday because i i was listening to his podcast where they were saying um start on a thursday or friday because it's like you you almost like because you're starting your start of the routine it's like it's kind of easier at that time to get through the weekend because you're feeling the most motivated and that definitely that's definitely helped that's definitely helped that last week and be interested i don't feel like i i, I don't feel like i'm urging to go and have a beer or have anything like that so maybe maybe that's working
2: um yeah i, I find so the man v fat league that i'm playing in do a friday kicker about and I play in that now. And when I first brought myself to do it, I was I was like, this is just so silly. Like, what on earth are they doing? I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. Turned up, played, and I'm like, you know what? I've, that's 10 times better than what I've been normally doing on a Friday. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I'm, I'm avoiding nights out to do the right thing at the moment. I actually do more damage at home than being out. Yeah. I think I'm quite yeah. conscious when other people are around of doing the right thing, so... Mm-hmm. While I'm trying to do the right thing and stay in and, and stay out of the pub, I'm, I'm doing as much damage at home as I was, uh, as I, probably worse. <laughs> Food wise, definitely. Booze wise, probably not. Yeah. So that's been a nice little trigger to just kind of, just kind of get the weekend started. And I also feel as I've done that, if I have a bad Saturday, I've kind of earned it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I completely get that. So you're saying it, it's like from from kind of your peak to kind of coming down the weights Hmm. have you been conscious of an overall calorie target and is that calorie target just gradually coming lower or are you kind of extreming it and then thinking of like a weekly target
3: yeah i i definitely definitely up until the start of last year i was just just hitting a low as low a number as i felt was possible and just just doing it and just having to survive just get through it and I was miserable I remember when I hit that lowest point I think it was in the summer of July 2020 and I remember in the build up to that like I remember I remember doing a boxing session I was getting dizzy because I just wasn't eating it was just looking back it was just ridiculous like and I stepped on the scales yeah great but then it, you're not healthy not it's not a good way to do it not a good way to do it and um in a way because i was doing the boxing i was almost getting to that almost thinking i was making weight for or something stupid like that where you're like you're just starving yourself so the first time i've and that's why i worked with this guy last year he was just like right um start of last year he set me like a, a target of like three and a half thousand calories which was a huge amount and he was like just do that for the first week and i lost weight oh, yeah i lost weight on it um it wasn't the the season, like, just, yeah i just had a like you just have christmas and then he, he was his way of just saying listen you can lose weight on this amount of calories but if you bring it down a bit more this like and so he set me a target of like two two and a half which was again compared to what i had been doing was great and i and i was losing weight and i did did made some good progress last year and i've just basically tried to do that again this year um that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to follow a rough plan but also I'm not working with I, definitely having that accountability helped having someone that you had to check in with like on a Monday or Tuesday to tell them what you've been up to and having to like write a diary and he's checking your my fitness power and um that that helped for a little while for me but then I was definitely starting to get to a point especially those weeks where I'd be like oh, I can't be bothered with this. You start. I'm lying. also like start lying. You start not. Yeah, up. that's exactly <laughs> it. The
2: the Man V fat ones are like I'm filling in the, the My fitness power each week for them. But if I've got a night out. I'm not writing thirty pints uh, today because I just like <laughs> I can't even remember doing it. <laughs>
0: exactly, so, and I
2: get a little kick out of the. <laughs> there's like a weigh in table there, and a guy who goes like, "Can I have a look at your tracking?" even the tracking you've just got like, like bars of what calories I've put in and a line above it and they've gone oh you've had a good week <laughs> you get on the scales <laughs> you, you put on two kilograms and you go oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you just got a face yeah. just go yeah yeah so, something's wrong <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it's like cheating the cheating your own system like get a little kick out of it it's just so wrong
0: <laughs>
3: I, do you know what i actually did that i did when you guys mentioned the podcast about man versus fat and i've just re-signed up for it but i remember being oh, there, nice i remember playing and thinking you're not fat enough to be here there was a few lads there i was thinking you are not fat enough to be because you know when you type in your weight and your height and it goes your bmi is x you've been accepted into it and i was thinking these blokes, they, they were all, like, just running around all the fat lads, basically. Yeah, um, there's
2: one or two there, but there's always this beautiful moment where they 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 get a bit tired in the second half and just get completely flattened by a 30-stone bloke. And that's where I go, yeah. like, you shouldn't have been here in the fucking first place.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's also another guy. There's an old guy, older guy there. Um who looks at me and he must see me like, like some sort of cow that he's trying to move. I, he puts his entire body weight into every challenge. He's now <laughs> had to have a couple of weeks out with sciatica. I'm pretty sure I've just like, he's just been running into me that much that so he's just broken his back. Or <laughs> <laughs> old school, just like, yeah, he, he's a big lump. He's in the way. Let's just go straight through him. It's like, <laughs> much like, just need to have a little run. About how are we doing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah. I, I signed up for that. I just thought oh, I'll give that another go because I love football. I, I think my 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 thing now is it was really interesting that the podcast you do was it was it Laura or the, the, Sophie. Sophie Sophie
0: and she what was,
3: yeah I thought that was really interesting because she was basically saying that you almost you, was it you in that you're almost doing too much and I think like this She's week nail on the head yeah, yeah I've I've been. Like I, I play touch rugby I um, go to the gym I, I do a lot and um, but I've been really conscious this week of just not pushing too hard in the gym and actually just being more active generally and I'm that's what that's my new approach now this is something I've not done before where I'm gonna just try that and actually just put some of that more of that energy into making sure that I don't into basically into the nutrition the food side and I'm just gonna see what it's like just see how that works I well, was a- killing myself in the gym and then... Yeah, yeah. Come on, it, Yeah, overdoing it there, I'm thinking I'm going to try something else, not try and focus too much on it.
1: I've, oh. I, I read
2: uh, Not Another Diet book. I think it's Matt Smith, his name James is.
3: Smith. Yeah, James, James
2: Smith. Smith. And that was pretty much saying that as well. He was just like... He, he was labelling people like a postman that you never see it's fat because they're out walking every day. And he's yeah. like... They would have. They can. They're able to eat three thousand calories because they've got them steps in. Yes. Or the four, as a smaller person, they're allowed to do that. And he's like, even if you think of the role of like a a mum in a household who's who's having to do so much with the kids during the day and this sort of stuff, they're not gaining weight because they're constantly having to lift a little ball of of weight. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but then I <I've>, think. <laughs> I listened to that, and then I was like, "Well,
3: I could be lazier." <laughs> and that was yeah. a dangerous path. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm I really like that. I, I actually like doing loads, but I think if it then, neg- if you're then in your head thinking, "Well, okay, I'm doing loads, so I can get away with having a, a another a bigger lunch or whatever, or a few sat." I'm, I'm going to just see how it goes. I'm just going to. I think that's been the way it's been with me. All since. and th- this is the thing: you get these people that. Could could have probably lost the amount of weight that I lost in like a year. I think, but there's people, you always hear stories about there, you like people. Yeah, yeah. And I just think I feel like you have to sacrifice your whole life. You like the drinking, the stag dos, the going out with your mates, the meals out, all the good things in life. I, I think if I just just cut them all out, I'd have, I'd have done it. I'd have been at 80. I'm just
1: not prepared to do that though. Like no. I I'm i determined to find a way to, to make a better lifestyle. Cause there are people I know that have a great lifestyle that enjoy going out for meals and all that stuff. And they're not anywhere near my size. So there yeah. is a there's formula in there somewhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's just not doing it to excess. Um, yeah.
1: I've just, danced yeah. with sobriety
2: so many times and work improves relationships. My relationship with miss is, does it improve sobriety? I think we have a better time having a release at the end of the week where yeah. we have a laugh and a few drinks. Yeah. And even though there is no friction whatsoever, I also think it goes to the other way where you're just too neutral. And actually sometimes she wants to have a bottle of wine and say how I'm fucking useless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she needs
0: that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I, I don't think,
2: I don't think you can do that to a sober person. And, I see loads of benefits of sobriety. And I also seen some people who really like sobriety is really sorted them out because it's, they really don't need alcohol. They're they're, they're having a good time anyway, but it's, it's that kind of British society. How do you fit into society? If you, if you keep cutting stuff away. And I agree, I've I've been trying to find this magic formula and, and so hit the nail on the head for me because I was managing a football team And I'm not playing in the fucking football team. So that Saturday where I I would have been boxing or I would have been playing myself lower down instead of playing higher up, I'm not moving. I'm I'm standing on the sidelines, fucking thinking I'm on the next Jose Mourinho. And um, (laughs) from there, it it was that was then stressed during the week to try and find players. That's taking my mind off doing stuff.
3: Yeah,
2: it's also when people drop out, like the, the the kind of new generations of people just as uh, the most flaky individuals <laughs> I've ever encountered. So I, it was just all this like needless stress and then jobs, work, work, everything is just too much. So I've been I've been really like not jumping at the opportunities to get busy. And I'm usually the person to go, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. And I'm just in a much better mood. I'm just happier. Yeah. I'm I'm not overloading myself with stress or shit that I need to do. I'm I'm moving about a lot more and I think I'm in a good space at the minute. And I'm also trying to not get blind drunk because that's usually when everything reverses. So yeah. I'm trying to just moderate moderately drink, which is easier said than done. I did it last night. Me and Bob met up and I, I slipped out after two.
3: Yeah, that's
2: good. Uh, uh, I, didn't I, go I, 12, Leon at the station? No, and smashed the fucking <laughs> chicken <laughs> book. <bird. laughs> did you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I live, I literally live two doors down from a pub, and it's a it's a really nice pub. Uh, they've got a lovely garden. And it's just it's hard. It's especially like a day like today where it's nice. And like you say, like me and my missus, like, we just love to have a couple of drinks on a Friday. But unfortunately for me, it's just like it doesn't just end like that. It's then it's almost like four points. You're like, right, now the now the party's really starting. It's normal yeah. delivery when you get back to the house. It's like then it's a someday Sunday, it's just like but there's like you say, there's definitely a formula because I'm like you. I, I know so many of my friends. Out of all my friends, me and my brother are the only ones that have have kind of weight issues. They're they're they're. It's just everyone else seems to be able to do it. Yeah, so
1: you know? fucking annoying.
3: It's just the, it's just the consistency. Yeah? And it's the yeah. one, this trainer and all the books and all the Instagram shit you read and watch. They always just talk about consistency and and, and also not you don't have to it's not being perfect and unfortunately that for me is if i have like slightly come away from the diet i'm like fuck it yeah then
1: it's done yeah 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 it's it's the,
3: the, so, the stu- when you actually realize that how stupid that is but again it's it's easier said than done to think about that in the moment
2: absolutely dan i need to get to um manvy fat football cool man so, cool. well,
3: That is really good. you cool.
2: go to a wedding
1: didn't you bob I've got a I've got a pre-wedding meal, yeah, before the the off tomorrow for the groomsmen. But you Dan, thank you so much for um for coming on. I've really enjoyed our chat.
3: No, it's really good. Much. Uh, let's I catch
1: up in a couple of weeks. I'll be interested to see how you're getting on. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Let's get your brother on here as well. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'll get the um yeah Tweedle and Tweedle We'll both come on. That could be the time. I will
1: recognise <laughs> either one of you because your quiff go goes one way, uh, one yeah, head. another yeah,
3: one. Brilliant. Yeah. We might also
1: have to separate Bob and him because
2: if they've got the same barnet. <laughs> there should be a protest in auction trying to
1: get that guy shut down.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's Really, really good to, uh, really good. To no, I appreciate
1: meet you. you coming on. Thank you so much. We'll definitely we'll definitely catch up with you again for sure. But yeah, yeah. thank you for for, for joining no, us. Right.
0: Cool. Love yeah. it. See you later all Just, um, all right. For that. We've got some diet plans, health scans, sugar bans, fitness fans, PTs, injuries laying off the Chinese, ball games, gym chains, protein gains and skin tight tops and we ain't gonna stop until we hit the 50k. Drop, 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 drop. no excess fat, no FAT, no curry bag, no guarantee. Rough or buff, lean on me, we'll end up as fit a bit. K. Goodbye 50k